1: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase
2: necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Yo, it's your boy, Jester the Undead. And Sam Grimm. And together we are Sick Fist. And right now, you're listening to Uncovering, Uncovering the, the Underground with your boy, Skippy Ickham.
3: Dope not high quality beat. I will give you everything, I'll even
1: sell my soul. Just to make you happy and to fill this empty hole. But you gave me nothing, and I felt my hatred grow. As I sat and watched, as our love turned into stone. So I've come to terms that this relationship must end The ultimate betrayal of a man and his best friend I know you may feel justified but I'll make you repent And make you
0: relive every second of our last descent This is it the point of no return I'ma make these bitches squirm And my soul is gonna burn My revenge I've been plotting every minute Since she went and fucking did it Now they both can fucking witness their demise I despise all that's hidden in their eyes Life of lies I reprise All the time that's passed me by times and utilize All the demons in your life To publicize The reason why that I've eroticized The time of your death Bitch, you had to fucking do it Let me wish my time to boot it Leave me cold and so confused To think that I was gonna marry you After all the things you put me through I'll all the memories and to you how could you how could you but now it doesn't matter bitch i'm the echoes of your past and i'm meeting with your present just to make the future burn to ash please don't struggle bitch i just want to make you suffer for a couple more hours while you stare at your dead lover
4: yeah sit your ass down have a chat with iron maiden and you better fucking listen to the words that i am saying as i draw the knife in the shape of an a so that every time you look at it you think of my face bitch this ain't something i will let you forget And the pain you're feeling isn't shit to the pain in my chest you swore you were different but you'll suffer like the rest And your attempts to hide the truth were mediocre at best Now as for you, motherfucker, I've got something special You're claiming brother fam, but you're just an empty vessel Where evil lives and breeds, you're a walking, talking cesspool And I'ma pop your eyes out like a festering pustule Your problem is you're always thinking with the smallest muscle So I'm gonna solve it with an iron pineapple And you're begging and you're pleading is a sound that's almost sexual And the feeling of revenge is unexpectedly
0: exceptional Nothing but love. It was four long years of a brotherly trust. But the snakes will emerge and they act upon their lust, leaving wounds that never heal upon the souls of those they trust. With a long, thin grin, you've accomplished so much. To a part of friendship the one true love that a man could ever have so now i'll peel back your fingernails and cut trails right about his axe back vessel. So this is how it works i'ma start with this incision right below the cheekbone Never reveal the vessels it is solely one by one i will eliminate the bonds and let the blood run down your face for every wrong you cause moving right on down to the rim set to the hands yes yeah, so a 22 shell blows a nail into the chair that you're strapped to when your tattoos are burning off with the superheated iron bro i hope the fuck was worth the loss the time is come,
1: and I promised that you'd pay. You have no idea how long I have waited for this day. I have a last for blood, and baby, you've got what I need. I will take your penis with us. Slice, slice, constip. Repeat. Slice, slice, constant.
5: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uncovering the Underground Radio Show brought to you by First Angel Media and Brutal Business Entertainment. As always, I'm your host, Skippy Yickam, and I want to thank you for listening in tonight. Whether you're listening live or after the fact, please click the share, like, and follow buttons to help us move up the podcast community rankings. The more that you do that, the more impact we have with the show, the more people that discover the show, and we would really appreciate it. So you can listen to it wherever you like listening to your podcast or internet radio, from Spotify to iTunes, iHeartRadio, and everything in between. Listen where you feel most comfortable, but please keep in mind if you want to talk to us during the show, you can use the instant messenger feature. On Spreaker, and that's s p r e a k e r dot com, or through the Spreaker app on the App Market. That allows you to talk to us in live time during the show. Let us know feedback, interact with the show, and ask our guests each and every week questions that we will read out during the show. Now we do bring you our show, as I said, each and every week Thursday nights from eight to nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to go over that with everyone because that is a recent change as of tonight's episode, actually. We always did 8 to 10.30 p.m. 8 to 9 was an uninterrupted underground music hour, followed by an hour and a half of in-depth interview and discussions. We have decided with Uncovering the Underground to change it around a little bit. We're now going to be doing 8 to 9.30, which will encompass the full interview itself. And Instead of doing the hour of uninterrupted underground music, we will be playing a few different artist songs throughout the show as commercial breaks and um, mixing it up a little bit. So hopefully you guys like that. have been listening to your suggestions out there. been listening to ideas and coming up with a few of my own. And seems like that might be the best way to go. So if you like the new mix of Time Slot and think it's a better fit for you, please let us know. We would love to hear your feedback. If you have any questions, concerns, want to get your music on the show, want to ask about different deals that we run, want to ask about being a guest on the show, please hit us up at brutalbusinessent at gmail.com business ent uh, we ask for you guys as constant you know feedback on things we always like to hear what you have to think so thank you so much and uh, if you want to check out all things that we are doing here at brutal business check out www.teambrutalbusiness.com and it'll give you everything from our shows events music modeling horror review team video game stream team, Paranormal activities, investigations, all of that. Everything we do at Brutal Business is on that site. So make sure you check that out. Share that around. Last but not least, I do want to thank our sponsors, Tattooed Scumbag Apparel. You can check them out at tattooedscumbag.com. From hoodies to sweatpants, socks, beanies, hats... You name it, they make it, it's comfortable. I rock it. It shows on stage. I rock it while I'm just hanging out on the couch. Even when I'm out running my errands, I'm wearing, you know, tattooed scumbag apparel merch. So I love what they do. I love that I can support a local company that I stand for and back, that they can do the same for me. They make good quality, you know, gear. So you guys should check it out. And that's tattooed scumbag.com. Oh, by the way, use promo code BBE10. Get 10% off your overall uh, order, whether it's a single item or an overall package item that you put together. They are giving 10% off of that at their site using BBE10 as the promo code. Also, would like to thank Roush Designs, Legion Artworks, R3 Graphics, and 5 Milligram Artworks for everything that they do. Um, You know, they help us out a lot on a lot of different projects, so it really means a lot to us. Real quick news, and then we'll get the show started. I do want to mention that our artist here at Brutal Business, Demo Demon, has released his new EP, Bad Feelings. It is uh, seven songs for the early portion of 2020 here, so make sure you go check that out. It is a free download right now. He's absolutely just giving it away. So it is called Bad Feelings, and that is by our artist Demo Demon, an amazing rap artist here in Pittsburgh, someone you should certainly check out. So if you haven't listened to him yet, please go give him a listen. If you have... Be excited about the new drop of this EP and check it out. I have. I love it. I can't wait to hear more. He has a lot more planned for you in 2020, so stick around. Speaking of amazing Pittsburgh rap artists and someone you should certainly be watching out for if you haven't already, that is certainly our guest tonight, good friend of mine. And fellow, you know, label mate also here on Brutal Business Entertainment, a young up and comer that I've had the pleasure of of tutoring in a way and kind of uh you know, talking to over the last couple of years and, and forming a friendship and then ultimately leading into the launch of what I think will be a very fruitful and amazing rap career. We got on the line with us tonight, Jay Allen. How you doing tonight, Omi?
6: Hey, how's it going, man? I'm a little bit sick, but I'm hanging in there.
5: I hear you, man. It's been rough. I, uh, I, caught the, I caught a cold back in, I think it was December, early December. Just wiped me out for a couple of days, beat it. It was like a week and a half, two weeks later, it hit me again, then it went away. Then I've been good, and then about a week ago I got sick, and I'm just now on the tail end of it. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on three times in one season?
6: That sounds terrible.
5: Yeah, man, it's crazy. You can see on the news all these people getting sick. I'm like, what the hell's happened? People wash your hands out there. Wash your fucking hands, people.
6: <laughs> For real. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, anyways, I mean, I wanted to bring you on the show. I wanted to get you introduced to a lot of the fans out there that haven't heard of you yet, or if they have, certainly tell them a little bit more about you as a person, as an artist, what we can expect. Um, for anyone who has heard your first couple of tracks, I know there's been certainly some buzz around it. There's been a lot of people talking that they're really wild by what they've heard so far. And, you know, I'm, I'm proud to be able to back that and, and, and be a part of this journey for you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started in hip hop, how you got started in music. I like to start out traditional, call me old school, but how did you get started?
6: Well, basically, I grew up listening to hip-hop, you know, slash rap. My dad and mom are both big music people. They've, you know, they've shown me a bunch of different artists, and rap has always been, you know, the the genre that I went more towards, and uh, I I grew, like, a, a big passion for it. I studied the game, um, you know, from you know, 90s to today. So it's just always been a big, you know, big part of my life with my first love. Uh, That's pretty much what I say when anyone asks that, you know, like it's just, it was my first love. It's never let me down, you know.
5: No, it's great. It can be a, it can be a great thing in your life. It can be something you love. It can be something you hate. You're still pretty fresh into the gate, so you you haven't found that hatred for it yet. Where you just you just despise it, and then you fall right back in love with it again. It's a very twisted relationship and romance. I mean, one second you love it, one second you want to kill it. I, I, I think that's I think it's love in general. I think that's just how it goes with really anything that you passionately love wholeheartedly. You're gonna have great times. You're gonna have bad, but. The thing is, as long as you can keep it together, it, it's a very good, you know, journey.
6: Yeah, no doubt. I'm uh, I'm not super worried about it. Uh, I know there's going to be, you know, ups and downs, but I've had a lot of ups and downs already. So, you know, I'm willing to take out whatever gets my way.
5: No, I hear you. That's what you got to do. You just got to kind of roll with the punches, learn from it, adapt, grow, and just keep pushing. Yeah, for sure. Now... You know, you you obviously grew up. You know, listening to hip hop. You you kind of leaned towards more towards hip hop. Studied it a little bit, and you know, got it, yourself into the scene. Now, who were you, your biggest influences at that time? Growing up, like what were you you know hearing that you were like, wow, I want to do this?
6: <laughs> um. Oh, so many people. Um, when I was real young, my my dad's always had a system in his car, so. You know we would always bump rap and it would just be crazy, you know, being like you know eight or nine years old here in a system it's like you know like the craziest fucking thing in the world when you're eight or nine uh but yeah, we bumped a lot of you know old school uh hip hop like biggie biggie's definitely a big inspiration, my dad's favorite's tupac uh. I favor Biggie over Tupac just because of like flow wise and like he talks about more street shit and you know more violence and whatnot. Not that Tupac's a bad artist, it's just I, I've always favored Biggie and like you know his just the way he's he approached beats and and whatnot. So, uh, Eminem, obviously, you know, who who hasn't looked up to Eminem, you know, growing up?
5: Yeah, you know, Eminem's um, certainly a part of I mean, there are some people out there that are just at you know adamant about saying no never liked Eminem, and never been a fan and that's fine but you gotta show respect and if you're someone who says I don't go to show nothing you know like, fuck him I don't like his music you're just being you're just being stupid man I mean like
6: yeah, you get the hate it at that point. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot
5: of artists out there that are dope that I don't personally like and wouldn't listen to their music. They're not really for me. They're not my bag. But at the same time, I can stand back and say, wow, that person is super talented. It's just not something I personally care for. It's not my flavor. And that's what I – sometimes I see people hating on him, and I'm like, how can you hate on a career – it has been this this amazing and this fruitful and, and all the things that have happened for him. Obviously, his growth becoming one of the biggest selling artists of all time and falling right. off a little bit with drugs coming back. And I mean, people are talking about his new album. No, oh, I don't know. That isn't what he was. It isn't what he was. We grow as artists and the thing is, is, fans have a hard time understanding that an artist is going to change over the years. So there's a lot of times you love an artist at the beginning, but you don't like their later stuff or you like... Their you know vice versa, you know you like their their opposite, and you gotta realize people grow and they change over time, so they can either change to a sound that you don't like or one that you do, but it's evolving, and you can't stay that same thing so when people compare that to you know the slim shady l p or the marshall Mathers l p excuse me and They're like, it's not what he is anymore. He isn't doing it. No, he isn't doing that. Why would he? He did that back then. It's been done. He's done it. He lived that section and put it out. And he can never go back to writing that because it's that your music is an accumulation of what you went through the last several years.
6: Yeah, absolutely.
5: And when you drop it, your next album is going to be the next several years in between those albums. It can't be that first album again or that second album. That's that, That's that been lived. I have a lot of people always say, Skip, why don't you put out another album like The Divine Retribution of Skippy Yickam? And I'm like, because I can't. Right. It's done. It's been made. It's been put out. I can't do that again because that was a section or a chapter in my life that has now been written and it's closed. Next chapter. Right. A side side yeah. note to folks out there listening, I'm sorry I kind of went on a rant there, but it pisses <laughs> me off because I hear so many people hate on Eminem or talk shit on it. and I'm like, the dude is phenomenal. His new album is mind blowing, even though, and I know you're not a big fan, Jay. I mean, I, I, anymore, but yeah, I still it's it's amazing. He is amazing at what he does.
6: Yeah, no doubt. Like I said, uh, I definitely looked up to him, you know, growing up. And but, yeah, you're right. I don't I don't really. You know, listen to his music that much anymore. And it's no offense to him. You know, like you you were saying earlier, it's just it's not what I. You know, it's not bad by any means. You know, Eminem's phenomenal. He always has been. He it's always will I feel like he's. Yeah, I feel like he's. You know, he's unstoppable with, with his craft and how you know how he does what he does. But uh yeah, it's just um he doesn't make music like I haven't heard a song recently that I would actually want to play again if that makes sense. Like, I wouldn't listen to it over and over again. Although I did hear uh, the one that he was chopping um, on his latest album, the uh, one with, uh, I believe it was Juice World.
5: Yeah, the one with Juice World. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, he goes super chopper on that. Now like, uh, I know that there's been debates, yeah, and I think I've be- seen the post that you okay. put that maybe, you know, is that is that one taker, isn't it? I don't know, but even if it wasn't, that's fucking phenomenal.
6: Oh, it's very incredible, yes. hundred percent, yeah.
5: Because I'm, I'm a quite the chopper myself, and I look at that, and I'm like... Psh- Okay, get the fuck out of here. Cause, I mean, I can chop, but I'm like, that's beyond chopping. That's like retarded chopping.
1: i like just like making yeah.
5: fucking turkey yeah, sounds at that point. You're flying so quick. but he, he keeps it clear, and he rides it, and I'm like, okay, wow. Kudos to you, brother.
6: Yeah, it's definitely wild.
5: Godzilla. Uh, one of our listeners just sent a comment and said Godzilla is the name of that song. That's yep. right. Yeah, he kills that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's
6: what it is. Yeah, of no doubt.
5: Her son makes, um, yeah, it says her son makes her listen to it fifty times a day. Well, Heather, we apologize that that is the case.
6: <laughs> yeah, that's not like a terrible time, honestly. No one wants to listen to the same <laughs> song fifty times in a
5: row. Yeah, I don't care who it is. No, like, don't get me wrong. There is some songs out there that will get a second play. Like it's not even common that I do that, like back to back. But there's been a few times. Um, you know, you just listen to a song as soon as you're done listening to it. I'm talking that are not new. You might have heard it three hundred times, but you hear it and you're like, I'm gonna play that again. You just do the double play. Oh yeah,
6: no doubt. Yeah, for sure. I've done that.
5: But uh that's yeah, fifty times. I'm just reading the comments, make sure I didn't miss anything there. No, I mean, like I said, it. Whether no matter what side of the coin you're on, I just say that the respect is there, and that's a lot of people. I mean, like artists like Kendrick Lamar. I got to be honest with you, a phenomenal writer, amazing rapper. I've maybe spent a total of 10 minutes listening to him in my life. And a lot of people say, well, how would you know? I've listened to chunks of different songs. It's just not really for me. It's not my style of hip-hop, what I care for. But fucking genius.
6: Right. You know what I mean?
5: I mean, I I, I respects due where it's, it's due. Now, half the new genre out there playing right now, I do feel garbage, and I can't respect a lot of the shit that I'm hearing. And people are like, oh, sure. it's, it's kind of I'm kind of a hypocrite in that sense. Oh, respect what they do. I can't necessarily respect what everyone does. I respect the fact you want to get out there and play music and perform. But take time to put into your craft, because if you're really making a mockery of it, I'm not going to respect you.
6: Yeah, I can agree with that.
5: I think uh, you certainly people. showed people with your music, hey, I'm not here to just fuck off and, and just... You one of the newer edge artists. I'm coming out to actually show you I can spit.
6: Right, right, yeah, for sure.
5: Well, I think uh, I think right now is a good chance to jump right into the uh, first song. and I'm actually going to make it yours. Like we were just talking about the intro, the intro to you, and I think that's a perfect interlude into the first song. So why don't we take our first break? We jump into "Intro" by Jay Allen. We'll be right back on Uncovering the Underground.
2: be quiet. I am on want to be now so mind Blowing motherfuckers going seen now think it's pretty obvious what I'm gonna be now robbing on the rise. God, I'm thinking I'm a tree now said I'm finna fuck the game. About to play my seed now. Make the wrong move. Watch your buddy never be found. Your career bricked. I'ma catch it off the rebound you're playing like shit. You can go and take a seat now. Look, right from the jump I be fucking it up. Pussies running and packs finna slump. The whole bunch coming me for my paper. your hoe getting punched. Trying to keep up with me. That's a hell of a lunch. Heard he want beef for me. That's a hell of a lunch. I've been stopping for beef. So I ordered me something. I season I'm up when I started the monster, and I heard the last shit, then I threw it all up, yeah. Let me dumb it down for the slow folks. I've been running shit, y'all a bunch of slow pokes. You compare to me, that's pure comedy, yeah. Didn't know you had jokes, bro. It's ironic, cuz you the only joke, bro. Say your bread on fire, now was toast, bro. Tryna to climb, can't exceed, Telling so, so. Come see me if you wanna learn the ropes, though. Y'all got me started, my tracks the hottest. My flow retarded, Kill shit regardless. You're disregarded to me. You're harmless, I'm Jeffrey Dahmer, guilty. You're on the shit, non-personas, no dolly a no Gucci, pride of death By designer, still flexing on them Although I'm still in the state of prima donna I, I'm just too real for the dumb shit Everybody know the deal when I jump in Fuck your assumptions I get to busting, leave them with nothing Treat the world like my ashtray When I have a bad day, got them looking up to me Do whatever dad say, girls on their knees by the me like a sensei and they do it Cause they wanna know so they can get the rampage Please let me breathe. As a kid, I dreamed i be on MTV. Now I just wanna be as red as can be. I'ma just be me. Don't wanna keep a PG. Bitch, I'm not free. First time, but it's feeling like a 3P. But you better retreat. Not even halfway through the beat. It's already deceased. Can we agree? See them tampons in your knapsack. Always liable to snap, so the fuck back. Put my name on the map, how you like that? Spend six, get twelve back, all the spits crack back. Bitches sipping jack bite on my six pack. She got me a present, that she gift wrap. She spend time on me, you won't get your bitch back, that's facts. I heard you wanna succeed, but you won't even try. You ain't going nowhere, should I wonder why? I Meanwhile, I'm over here making Roman cry. Cause I came along and stole a piece of the pie. Side. So Is that good? Is that good? No? Keep going? Hey, look. My flow's contagious. I'm sick with the spits. No vaccination is curing the shit. She masturbating when she listen to this. No procreation, but can still get the dick. Only tell my kiss ass and when I'm with you, bitch. When you ask, cause you wish she just played the fifth. Mm-hmm. Y'all out the pocket, I'm finna blitz. Your throwaways are my pick six. I put twists on these words, calligraphy. I'm not a wanna be, I'm supposed to be. Many try, but they ain't even close to me. I'm a dope and see, y'all a joke to me. I've been working on my craft, it's a miracle. High whip it if you can't get the heat. Get the fuck out by the kitchen, I'm a fiend for this music all these beats got me itching i'm a diamond in the rough sit back and watch me glissing make them all jump like a group of pussies damn right i'ma kill a motherfucker push me i've been doing this you a fucking rookie i'm sorry y'all sweeter than some fucking tootsies y'all sons to me here's a fucking cookie dropped the freestyle and look where it took me got an underground legend wanting to book me dudes flippin' if they're claiming they ever shook me said she wanna have my baby tell i get in line bitch a steady line i ain't got the time she could be a dime wouldn't change my mind Still in my prime, I got plenty of time. I've been the chosen one, they'll realize I've been looking down from a high rise. I don't like what I see, time to skydive. This is views from my cloud, let the B ride. Let's get it.
5: All right, and we are back on Uncovering the Underground Radio Show. I'm your host, Skippy Ickham, and that was Jay Allen, the artist that we're interviewing tonight. We've been hanging out with him for the last 23 minutes and uh, getting to kick it with him, get to find out a little bit about who he is, what he does, what you can expect from him, where you can catch it, and much more. Um, so stick around. If you are just tuning in now to the show, that is okay. You can listen to us from now until 9.30. Once the show ends, you can go back and listen from the beginning. It is always aired on all of the online major retailers. You can click from anywhere and just stream the entire episode, so make sure you check out not only this episode, but all past episodes. Again, that is everywhere that you can check out podcasting. We would really appreciate it. Click that like, share, and follow button, and share it around if you are out there. We have people joining in, talking to us on the chat feature, instant messaging us, and you can do that through Spreaker.com or the Spreaker app. We would love you to be a part of the show, so jump in, talk to us, ask our guest questions, and as I said, that is Jay Allen, Pittsburgh underground hip-hop artist, and that song that you just heard, rightfully named, Intro. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that song, Jay, and tell us you know about the project that it's on, and uh, what's going on with that right now?
6: We'll have uh, an album coming out called Use from a Cloud, and uh, obviously that's the intro on it. And basically, I just wanted the intro to be a punch in the face. Like, I just wanted to come out just rapping. And like, I'm pretty sure I spit for like, I think it's almost like four minutes. I think that, that track's like four minutes long. Like, it's just me, just bar, you know, no hooks, just bars, you know, the whole time. And I think I, I think I did it pretty well. Uh so that was that was kind of the, the inspiration for intro. I was just like all right, like if I'm doing this, like I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna fucking punch people in the mouth. So like that's kinda where intro came about. Uh Views from a cloud is um kind of a kind of a project I've been wanting to to do for a while. It kinda means a lot of things. Um people were taking it as like views from a cloud. Like, you know, like, like, I mean, it's no secret that I like to smoke weed and stuff. So people were like, Oh, you know, it's like, it's going to be an album about weed. And I'm like, no, it's not going to be just an album about weed, you know, like that's ridiculous. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's basically, it's just like my views, like how I view the world and um, you know, how I feel about certain things and certain topics and uh with with my music, it's a little bit different. I don't have, like, a lot of hooks. It's kind of just me, you know, just spitting real shit, you know, or, like, bragging, uh, you know, about how, like, good I am and shit, which, you know, what rapper doesn't do that? But, uh, yeah, Views from the Cloud, I'm really excited about the project. I think, uh, I think it's pretty versatile. I think, like, if, you know, if you don't like one song on it, maybe you'll like another one. Because they're kind of different, you know what I mean?
5: No, absolutely. I think there's certainly a lot of different um, sounds—not even necessarily sounds, but a lot of different, um, you know, catching material in different ways. So if you like hip hop, you're going to find something on the album that you like and relate to, um, even though it might not. Most of the songs might not be your thing. There's going to be at least a song on there that catches you and say, "Okay, yeah, I feel this." So it, it gives a lot of opportunity to reach a lot of different people.
6: Yeah, absolutely. That was basically the the inspiration for it um there's a couple of songs on there that uh that were actually like pretty hard to like because they 'cause they're they're pretty deep and it's uh you know some personal things, not necessarily personal things that uh you know like like super bad personal things it's just like you know personal things that i've I've been through and like, I kind of speak on and while I was writing it, it was like you know it was just one of those real powerful like real powerful feelings, you know. You you ever write a track and like while you're writing it you're just like, damn. Like,
3: oh, yeah.
6: like this is kinda of, like taking a lot out of me.
2: <laughs> it does, man. That's it should the, that's
5: that's any good music though. That's the thing, is when you write a song, it should hurt. It should hurt in oh, yeah. some type of way. It should hurt somewhere in your mind pain should be coming out, whether it's a happy song, whether it's a you know, a dark song, no matter what kind of song it is, your heart and soul and your pain and your tears and everything that you have in between should be poured into that song and you should feel it. And it should it should be hard not only to write it in generally as far as actually making the material, but it should be hard on you sometimes to release it to people. Because that's, that's like I said earlier, that's taking the last several years of your life and that's compacting it into lyrical form. Now, people don't understand that the words I'm saying sometimes not, not, aren't even necessarily what I experienced over the last few years. It's different things ground up and put into lyrical form that that's what it symbolizes to me. And a lot of people don't realize that is what a song sounds like to you might have a certain meaning to you, but it might have a completely different meaning to the person that wrote it.
6: Oh yeah, definitely.
5: It's always it can always be interpreted however you want. That's the great thing about music is it can be anything. Anyone listening to a song can take it their own way, love that song, and fall in love with it. The person down the street fall in love with it too. And if they were to talk to one another, they'd realize that they've listened to two completely different songs, even though they're the same.
6: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, it's all about perception when it comes to like any art, really. Like, I think that's what I love about about art and just music in general, like it's just, uh, you know, it's very powerful and, uh, I feel like it makes waves, you know what I mean? Like it just makes waves throughout people. And, um, I just feel like it's a, it's just a great way to connect on like a different level other than just like, you know, casual conversation and, you know, communicating.
5: I agree. I think I it's mean, live of music. Yeah. yeah. It speaks, it speaks in volumes, man. it speaks, The universal language of music. I mean, it doesn't matter what language you speak, where you're from, your background, your ethnicity, your race, your sex, your gender, anything. It doesn't matter because music speaks. And we can communicate to one another through music without ever actually having to talk to someone. I've put, I've put on tracks from other countries that I didn't understand a damn word that was said throughout the song. But I could tell the rhythm. I could tell how they rode the song or the beat or, the, or the, the tempo and the overall feeling of the song. And I've dug it. And I'm like, wow. And the song spoke to me. But I have not a clue what was said or anything about what went into that song or the meaning of it.
6: Yeah, I've definitely been there too. I know
3: feeling. what you mean.
6: It's a yeah, it's a great feeling. It's just uh, it's crazy. I just I just, I think I just you know I love music for for that reason. It's just real crazy, and that you can connect with people. And like you said, even if you don't know like what they're saying, like just the vibes that it gives off is just like it's just crazy to me.
0: It is music's it's
6: wild.
5: That's wild, man. And I mean, the crazy thing is, Jay, think of it this way. And I have a couple of questions that are pouring in here, so I will uh, read them off in just a moment. Hang around, guys. But the thing about um, that is, is, you know, think of the fact now... You have people that want to listen to your music, you know what I mean? It's not just you wanting to make music, it's not you just writing it, you're playing shows now, you have Crowns rocking it, you have people listening to it, people that are certainly going to pick up this album, it's going to spread, you're in the very early stages, and that's what I like about tonight's episode, is you are a very good artist, but you still have a lot of room to grow as far as just experiencing it, not that you have to improve on anything, just that... It's going to be an awesome journey to watch. and I'm glad we could get you on this show. I would love to get you back again down the road as a certain distance in time and see the difference in, in from A to B. Um, it's amazing. I, I look back at myself when I started out and a lot of the things you said hit home because I started out and made songs um, that really weren't hook-driven. They were just very lyrical, nonstop, three, four-minute long songs and just nonstop bars and right. and I look at back then to now and, and where it all's turned into and all the things I've learned and experienced and it's like I'm so happy for you to get to be on that journey
6: oh yeah I'm, I'm super pumped about it
5: like I said it's a love-hate relationship you know what I mean there's been times I'm like fuck this all why did I do this but um, you know it's it's a good thing you know it'll be very fruitful for you so i i look forward to seeing what it brings i hope the folks out there like the song that they heard intro if you do please hit us up either in the chat or you know send us an email or a message let us know what you thought of the uh, artist that we're interviewing tonight let us know who you want to hear on the show and uh you know who it is that's vibing out there right now that you guys are digging out it i'll certainly reach out to him and get him on so um but we have been if like i said you're just tuning in now uh, interviewing for the last 30, 33 minutes in this case uh, Jay Allen, a Pittsburgh underground hip-hop artist and we played one of his songs, Intro so if you missed that, make sure you stick around we've got a couple more coming up soon Jay, we've been asked by a fan I have a question for Jay which underground artist outside of Brutal Business Entertainment would he most want to collab with?
6: underground underground artist?
5: um uh, heather, heather we don't know if it's underground or if it's if it's mainstream so to heather wheat out there that asked this question um i'll say we'll right. go with underground i guess
6: we'll go with underground because like like my my dream feature would be like would be like tech nine and like some people consider him mainstream and some people consider him underground so like but either way i feel like i'm gonna go tech nine just because uh like tech nine is just incredible to me. Uh, he's been doing it for so long and you kind of like Eminem, we were talking about Eminem. Like if you're going to throw, you know, respect on someone's name, you gotta, you gotta give respect to tech nine. He's a, uh, he's a, he's a machine on the mic and, uh, he's helped out a lot of people, he's put a lot of people on. Um, yeah. But if we're talking like super underground, um, I honestly wouldn't even know. Um, Talking about like people that like, because there's artists that I know that like nobody else knows, you know, that I would collab with. So, like, you know, I would probably pick one of them, but like, no one's going to know who that is. You know okay. what I mean? So, I I figured that's why I would go with Tech Nine, because I feel like people know who Tech Nine is. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, that Tech, makes sense. Tech I Nine mean... would definitely be, yeah. Tech Nine would be one. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that's like, um analyst i would i would love to do a song with analyst if anyone knows who that is
5: and who he is yeah certainly
6: yeah an, yeah analyst is uh he's super dope to me um i think our styles are, are kind of a lot of the same you know we he kind of mainly spits bars you know kind of has hooks but not really um i feel like we would sound pretty dope on a song together so i, I would go with analyst
5: Okay, so we have got a tech nine and analyst. I like it. A very vast and you know separate you know set of choices there, and you have to give respect where respect's due. Like you just said, I mean, even if you're not a tech nine fan or you were and you're not any longer or whatever, still a goat. You know what I mean? Still one of the best to ever. Do it. So, uh, you know, excuse me. You can't argue that. I mean, even people that don't like tech nine's music, you can't listen to them and not say, "Holy shit!" Like the the. The way he spits, his patterns, his speed, his technicality—it's phenomenal.
6: Oh, it's crazy! Yeah, I've always been uh, a big Tech Nine fan, definitely.
5: Okay, yeah, no, I, I still a fan of Tech Nine. I don't listen to a lot of his newer stuff anymore. Um, the, the list of people who I listen to are very, very odd. Um if most people see my playlist, <laughs> they would just be like, "Wow, I've never heard of anything that this guy's listening to and it's all bizarre as fuck i'm I'm a strange bird um but right. <laughs> you know what I mean I'll pop in some tech nine from time to time but i I don't keep up with a lot of that. so if someone says like, Oh have you heard the new tech nine album I actually haven't um
6: really
5: I, I don't know i man honestly I don't even listen to and this sounds really crazy i outside of the the select Thirty albums that I listen to frequently, and that's thirty's you know probably an accurate number. Uh, I don't really branch out to a whole lot. Every now and then I'll, I'll take on another album or two. I take on you know an album like almost like it's homework, where I'll take on two or three really good albums, and I will just study the shit out of them until I've dissected them, and then I move on. I consume and move. And oh, okay. Yeah, because I I can't take I got so much stuff going on that I can't take on a really good album unless I'm I'm set to actually be able to analyze it.
6: Right, right.
5: Sounds crazy. Yeah, that makes sense. It's the truth. The old Tech Nine gave me a lot of hours of good good analysis of figuring out all his, his lines and and his bars and uh, pretty amazing. Tech oh, Nine. Yeah, for sure. Heather says Tech Nine is awesome. Yes, he is. Um damn straight he is. <laughs> we got a few comment we got a few comments popping in here of people saying BBE and BBE forever. Much love to them. We love all of our brutal business family and supporters. Uh make sure you share us around. The more you tell people about brutal business and shove it down their throat, the more that they will become in tune to the fact that we are gonna continue to grow, get bigger, and take over the world.
6: <laughs> Fuck yeah.
5: But uh So a question I ask every single artist, Jay. And you know what? Before we do that, I'm going to take a break. So you got to wait for that question, folks. We are going to jump into (laughs) a song here by another friend of mine, Keegan Grimm. We had him on the show a few weeks back. If you haven't listened to that yet, please do. Great interview, great artist. And uh, this song right here is called Gravel Mouth. This is a brand new track by him. And this is Keegan Grimm. We'll be right back on Uncovering the Underground.
3: Speed. Do you wanna fly? Wanna flow through the trees? Either go into sleep, or I'm roaming the street. Everything's so cold, I just don't believe it. And Everything is hopeless so and so diseased. I thrive in the belly of the broken beast. I might go for your throat when you go to sleep. Yeah. Are you gonna scheme when you set a fire? And how you gonna see me when you're out of eyes? I got information. I'm taking it to the afterlife. Revolution televised. Memoirs classified. Open it when I'm showing teeth, better speak a code. And you can die in your sleep when the mirror's broken, staring back at a face the soul. And Let's go then. Grabble mouth, grabble mouth, grabble mouth, spit. spit it out. Grabble mouth, grabble mouth, grabble mouth, spit it out. Hey. I've been doing it a minute, I know. I needed the energy I could get in my zone. I am true to sea, full of the Judas priest. freeze. Toller at me when you find my soul. The 32, I ain't missing the free throw. Still carrying the heat, I could easily reach for. Everybody shut they mouth, everybody eat more shit. Look at all my shit that I got no receipts for. I don't chase fame, bitch, I never chase hoes. Always in the same race, hunting down the pesos. When they took a stray razor to my tank toe, so almost didn't make it out, but they paid for they Swallowing it. Swallowing the vodka and eating the a Menopin. Whiskey in the moon, and I'm biting on my wallet now. I've been going volatile, everybody then again. I'm all just a falling out. I'ma get him with something. See, when I settle in to hold a grudge, I forget nothing. When I'm done, just remember one thing everybody go to hell. That's a bell you couldn't unring. Grabble mouth, grabble mouth, rabble mouth, spit it out. get in my zone, I am true deceitful, I'm the Judas Priest, tolerate me when you find my soul, nice. I've been doing it a minute, I know, I needed the energy, I could get in my zone, I am true see I'm the Judas Priest, tolerate me when you find my soul, nice.
0: All right, folks, we're back on uncovering the underground and that
5: was Gravelmouth Mouth by Keegan Grimm, a guest that we had a few weeks back on the show. Check out his episode, buy his brand new album and uh, support another great artist from Ohio. And uh, Jay, you know, one of the questions I was about to ask you right before we went on break is if you had to choose between picking one of the other, which one would you pick? First choice is... Having a hit song that absolutely blows everyone away, sets you for life, you're rich, you're famous, your family's set, you're good. Everything's great. You're a one-hit wonder, though. Everything else you make is a dud. Everyone's always going to refer to you as that guy that made that song. It's kind of like Vanilla Ice. Everybody's always going to be like, Ice, ice, baby. You know what I mean? You're never going to yeah. live that song down because that song now has defined you. But you are set for life. Or do you choose writing just a masterpiece after masterpiece after masterpiece, no matter how hard you push it, and even though you know that you're one of the best artists to ever walk the face of the earth, no one buys it, no one supports it, no one, you don't grow, no opportunities come, you just end up being this dude who has amazing songs that no one listens to. Which would you pick? Uh,
6: That's a tough one. Um... I mean, obviously, you know, the the main objective is to get money and fame and shit. But uh, at the same time, like, I think I would rather have respect more than money. Um, I, I, I've i always been, I don't know, I've always been real humble. So, like, you know, if someone comes up and is like, oh, you know, like, like you're garbage, I'm just going to be like, yeah, man, thanks, like, sweet. You know what I mean? So, like, it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I would... I I don't know. I, I think I would go with the the hit after hit and uh, just, you know, not, not get famous or anything. Just, uh, like I said, I, I think I'd rather have the respect, uh, you know, that, that's deserved. Like, e- even if people don't like my music, like, I like my music, so, like, fuck them. Well, I, th- I, I think how what I you're I saying
5: it. is not even other people's respect, your own respect. You need to respect yourself at the end of the day.
6: Exactly. Yeah, like I'm I'm not the type to like that I'm going to sell out and make this stupid fucking song that I say the same word, you know, 30 fucking times like most of the rappers of today just to, you know, make millions of dollars. Like that's not something I would do.
5: Yeah, you got to be true to your roots. I mean, here's the other the opposite flip on that coin though is that there's a certain line that you got to say, okay, that person is just a fucking punk, they sold out, or there's being smart. And what I mean by that is, there's a lot of times you push your years and years into the game, you're pretty much, you know at this point you're not making it, but someone does give you an offer to write something that's not necessarily what you would write, and you don't necessarily like it, but as long as it still has integrity to it and it's a good song, I could see putting that material out financial gain to finally make a step bigger to as long as you feel okay with it at the end of the day it might not be what you wanted to make it on but I get that because if you were at the end of you know all right I'm never gonna make it I'm never going anywhere but then you get an opportunity holy shit maybe I should take this I can understand doing it because everybody says that they wouldn't and that's selling out but it's easy to say until someone slaps you in the fucking face with a million dollar contract.
6: Yeah, I mean, that's
5: true. I mean, yeah, that's true. Because uh, that's like the Facebook generation. People are like, fuck it pussy. I wouldn't, I would never, uh, you know, do that. I would never sell out like that. Bro, you've never seen more than like five grand in cash in front of you in your life. If someone fucking slapped you with a contract <laughs> for a million dollars and said, right there, sign that dotted line and you're going to make a million over the next two or three years, there's not too many people that wouldn't sign the contract. Um, no, like I said, if it was doing some straight mumble rap, um, you know, some of the shit that I'm hearing now, no, I couldn't do it cause I couldn't live with myself. But if it was writing like regular hip hop instead of darker hip hop, and it was shit that was nerdy that I wouldn't really listen to that I don't necessarily like, but it was still a decent quality music. I would consider that. And I don't care if anybody calls me fake for that or not. That's just real life.
6: Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from with that. And I, I agree with that. Um, I mean, I would, uh, the thing about it is, is like I don't think I would have to have to sell out because I think I feel like the music that I do make it kind of like I can like make songs and stuff that like I don't swear and like that do like you know appeal to to a big audience. I feel like you know I don't necessarily have to go out of my comfort zone and make something that I don't want to make. I feel like the music I do make. Uh, you know, can possibly get me there to that. You know, getting slapped in the face with that million dollar contract. I feel like I don't actually have to sell out. If you
5: didn't have that <laughs> attitude right there, you shouldn't even be doing it because that is the attitude to have. Is you know what? I feel like what I'm doing is going to get me there, whether you know people seem to like it or not. I think that I have a quality product that should be heard, and that's that should be. You should have that admiration and appreciation for your music and your craft. So it's good that you do, and um hopefully, you know. People are liking that question. I always like asking you know, different guests that question because there's a lot of different answers you can go with, and I understand either way. There's a lot of people said uh, I would take the money and run because, you know what, I'm set, my family's set, and it is what it is, and, hey, I knew I had enough to make a hit. And I get that. But then there's yeah. other people who are like, fuck that. I would never do it. I'm strictly hardcore. Um, so I, I love the different variety of answers. So I completely uh, love that one there. You have a uh, fan leaving a comment saying, Jay, I am your biggest fan um, you're going to make it and representing rural Valley gang.
6: <laughs> I'm not sure who that is, but yeah, shout out to you. Shout out
5: rural Valley. That's uh, my hometown. Chris.
6: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. That's my homie, Chris. What up, Chris?
5: Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, it's always nice to hear the different answers on that. Now, if you had to, I know you're pretty fresh out the gate, but I always like asking this question as well. So what is the biggest lesson, I guess, that you've learned so far in the music industry since you've started? And I'm asking that a little different than normal. Most of the time I ask what's the biggest re- regret that you have that you don't, you wouldn't necessarily redo, but you would never do it again. You know, it's, it's not something you regret doing, but you're like, hell no. But I'm going to kind of rephrase that and just say what's the biggest lesson that you learned that you didn't know starting out or that you're like, wow, I fucked up and now I learned from that. What would be your biggest thing?
6: Um, Hmm. I feel like the biggest lesson I've learned is, uh, just like, don't think about it. Don't talk about it. Just go and fucking do it. Because I had a, there was a, there was a time like when I was, uh, you know, I first started writing and stuff, like, I was just like, you know, I'm not good enough. Like, I'm not good enough. No one's ever going to like this shit. Like, you know, I just, you know, like, I don't think I'm actually going to go public with this, you know, yada, yada, yada. And, um, and then when I finally did, like, people were, like, loving it. You know what I mean? Like, I had, I was out in public and I had people that I didn't even fucking know come up to me and be like, hey, man, like, you're that dude that raps, you know, like, on Facebook and stuff like that. And I'm just like uh yeah man like who the fuck are you you know what i mean like so it was just crazy to me so uh i don't know yeah i guess the the uh either like you know like just just fucking do it and don't you know don't think about it or uh if you want something done like you got to do it yourself meaning don't rely on the wrong people if that makes sense because there's been a lot of wasted time me going places to record no one showed up me you know me going, you know, me making plans with people, they, they canceled on it. So I was just like, so that's kind of where it got to the point where, I mean, you saw all the videos that I was releasing on Facebook, like it was just me, you know, in my room rapping <laughs> because like, you know, any, anytime I had, you know, something set up, people flanked on me. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I'm just going to get up on Facebook and I'm going to wrap my ass off. And, uh, it kind of worked out, so I don't know
5: if that answers your question. (laughs) It does, man. You you, you learned a few things so far, and that's great because, I mean, as a young artist and as someone kind of new to the game, it's nice to hear your perspective of what you've already been able to learn and kind of adapt to around that. And that's one of the biggest lessons you can learn is – Don't invest your time into people that aren't worth the investment because all they'll do each time is waste that time. They will slow you down. They will hinder creative juices, and you don't have it to spare. Life's too short. Life's too precious to be wasting a bunch of time on unfruitful people that aren't going to help your career. They're only going to slow it down, and that's the thing is everyone's going to say, oh, I want to record. I want to be in this. I want to be in that, but it's the people who – have the dedication to do it. And whenever you realize you are the only person who has the dedication to do it, you just say, fuck being in groups, fuck relying on other people. I'm going to do it myself. But you know what? That's good to learn that lesson because then you become more self-efficient and stronger willed personally. And it makes you a stronger artist.
6: Absolutely. And it eventually gets you uh,
5: connected with the correct people.
6: Uh, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, I've just been, I've been flanked on and this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, I'm going to just do it myself. And then, and then like you, you know, you've spotted me and now I'm with you guys and I'm, I'm recording, I'm doing shows, I'm doing you know I'm on I'm on the radio right now. I'm I'm doing yeah. shit that I need to be doing. So good
5: good actions finds good people, man. And that's 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 a thing I live by. Is if you live a good life, if you're good to people and a good general guy, and you put your heart and soul into things, and and you're you're just a decent human being, good things are going to happen to you. The right people will find you. You'll be surrounded by the things in life that you need. Um, you know, and I I truly believe that that you know if you're out there and you're just a fucking asshole all the time and you're miserable about everything, then your life is going to be miserable, and you're going to be unhappy, and you're never going to reach the goals, and you're always going to be the I would have, could have, should have guy. Right, or you could right, be the guy that, hey, I fucking did it, and I loved it. You know, Which would you rather be? So if you, if you can get that mentality, mentality is everything. So when you can get there, you can reach the things you want to, and you have a great head on your shoulders, you, you have the right train of thought and, and – like I've said a couple times, and I don't mean to beat a you know dead horse, but I look forward to what you can do in the coming years as you learn and grow in your craft because it already has a very good head start.
6: Oh yeah, I'm definitely, definitely looking to progress and uh, you know keep working and working and you know get to where I want to be. So
5: we got a comment here: going to set the world on fire. Burn, baby, burn. Well, with that being said, (laughs) we're going to jump into another quick break. This right here is one of my favorite underground artists of all time. This right here is the fucking genius, Loke Saint. This is Lokesters Represent. We'll be right back on UTU.
3: Lokesters Represent.
1: Welcoming the whole gang back to inside the crazy brain of this maniac. With a little help from my friends like Joe Cocker, this homie logo go dodo and total off of my rocket Yeah, I'm open so I can spare fresh Holding on, so sad I can go provocative and I like I
2: wanna. So just a crazy kid showing and telling what I've done.
1: Summon up something, dumping up my vigorous trigger time. Low sakes, the name you know as soon as the song begins. Represent the music, we grow this, take notice, show this one. Heavenly inclusive and flow this, wrote this for everyone. low down yeah, for the you got fans, but baby, I got loasters Escape the wacko world type of cycles without hosts. Bangles from every set, from the cities to psychosis Even the country bumping with lifting big rigs, locusts We out need now i the mic and let's quick, quick, running through all of my enemies. Devil can sending me like click, with they bunkers, punk, cause I'm in But the sixes, what army, you loafers. Running the ball, I'm like it was the ones that wanna be starting on drama. They're thinking i finish I'm hitting the minis, I'm finna go win and call them my fitness year. So if you can feel it, then follow along. My people get with this here. We reppin' hard this year, but spar with fear, we loafers. Scar by tears, battle dark when it approaches. Check that an enemy, superhuman. The be back in the boom and strategy. Hard to die, be the family. No, okay, this rookie to be kickin' me, say this. Got me seeking to the victory, we bang on what y'all is i been just my sanity Who got humanity Golden like they was Rolling my soul and tragedy Make for a stronger man and me to so feel it Losers kill it sizzling in my skillet What's ripping my nizzle. It to the ones that can lose, lose realize We don't need now
3: Down
5: Loksters, down. All right, folks, that was Loak Saint. Loaksters represent, as I said, one of my personal favorites. If you've never checked him out, please do so. Very woke and enlightened gentleman um that his his way of thinking, the things he is about in life, and the things that he posts are very similar to my views on a lot of different topics that are kind of out of the box right field. His music speaks for itself and is always some of my favorites, so much love to him. And uh, if you're tuning in right now, we are with Jay Ellen, hip-hop artist from Pittsburgh. We've been with him for the last 57, 58 minutes, and uh, finding out a great deal about who he is, how he got started, what he has coming up for you as far as releases and just who he is as a person, which is an important thing for anybody to know about someone that they're uh, listening to or hoping to get into because too often we listen to an artist, we love what they do, but we don't know a fucking thing about them, and that's okay. But I always like when I find out about the background of an artist and and say, wow, this dude had a great journey or something that I connect with, which makes you more established with the music. So certainly while we bring you the show and we uncover the underground together – um, we've played his song intro. And, uh, you know, if you guys missed that, make sure you tune back in after the show and listen to that track. Here in a minute or two, we're going to jump back to another song. I don't mean to pound you with songs, but hey, this is a music based show. And uh, we're going to play one of his other tracks. But, um, you know, one of the things I want to ask you is uh, what do you have coming up as far as events that people can, you know, check you out at? Is that the Turtle Creek Show? Yeah, that's a Turtle Creek show. Yeah, the Turtle Creek show. Um I have that one in April and I have one with you and demo,
2: right? That's that one's coming up relatively soon. Yeah. So, um then I have I think I'm doing
5: another one at Double Zealon with uh nine stitch uh and EKC out in Elwood City, yeah, okay. Okay. Well, people can find all these dates out on, if you go to Jay Allen, that's J-A-Y-A-L-A-N, on Facebook, you can find his Facebook page. And if you do that, you can follow that. Make sure you do that, obviously. But it'll give you all the different dates in the areas that he's playing. There's several shows coming up in general, but obviously several brutal business entertainment shows. And uh, if you haven't been to a BBE event, you should. A lot of love in the room. It's different than your normal environment in a hip-hop scene. And uh, we have a lot of different artists, a lot of great models, a lot of different people that come together as a family and we enjoy entertainment. And a lot of our shows have a lot of our artists, you know, back to back on the shows. And it just gives you a well blend of all different kinds of metal, hip hop, and rock. So, if you haven't been to a B- uh, BBE event, please you know attend. Speaking of shows, I have one this Saturday at Stage One in Clareton. Uh, and uh, if you haven't been there, check it out. I've never played this venue. I'm fairly certain that they don't really do many shows there. This is kind of an experiment thing that uh, the promoters trying out, and we're looking to see if it's a good turnout or not. But that is Stage One in Clareton this weekend, Primate, Skippy Yickum, and uh, a few others out there. I'm not even sure who else is on the bill. I apologize, but come out and check it out. Now, what was your mentality going in to writing Dr. Frankenstein?
6: mentality was kind of just like uh I you know, I found this really like gritty beat, so I was like i I just want this song to sound hard as fuck basically, I was like, I want it to be you know kind of just like intro, like another punch in the face, uh that's like one thing I love about uh rap music is like the fact that it gets me like hyped up, and you know. Uh, it gets me in the mood to actually like do things, you know, gives motivation basically. Uh, I kind of, you know, it's kind of the music, the kind of music that you would work out to basically. That's what's you up. Know, you get you get up of, in the gym hit, and, man.
5: There's a lot of like, there's a specific genre or specific following of just hype music. You know what I mean? Like music that you want to go to battle to. Like you have that, you have that hype playlist. It's like 15 different artists, but every song makes you want to punch a hole through a brick wall.
6: Exactly, yeah. That's that's basically, yeah, that was the mentality while I was writing my verse.
5: <laughs> no, that's what's up, and we're going to let them see why here in just a second. Um, for some reason, we had a fan, you know, commenting, and this happens every once in a while, but I don't understand why, because I have full bars on all ends, but they said that they couldn't hear you for a minute or so, but then they said, well, there he is, and I didn't touch absolutely anything on my end, so who the fuck knows, but um, if if you lost him there for a little bit, folks, hopefully you stayed with the conversation. couldn't have been very long, because... Um, Obviously, the comment came in right after that. So, uh, but sorry about that, Jay. I'm not sure what happened there, but I think we caught most of everything you said. Um, we're going to jump into Dr. Frankenstein here on Uncovering the Underground. We'll be right back. Uh-huh.
2: sick boy don't go to the doctor i'll beat your ass i ain't running with shotters i'ma keep doing this until i prosper look what you've done you created a monster picking your brain you start to glitch drive you insane you start to itch digging my fangs bust us mist fuck with the gang you get dismissed praying to god he don't care about your wishes you gotta grind if you want to get riches don't waste my time i ain't chasing no bitches remember not only them stitches get stitches look bitches i am the truth blow off the roof when i step in the booth hit my they dead, I'm living proof, got plenty of flavors, bitch, come get your scope, throw on any beat, I bet I ignite it, can't handle the trolls, that's why they fight it, I keep it 100, okay, if you like it, I got this whole wrapping thing down to a science, you wearing disguises, you won't show your face, I swear, half of these people are fake, can we draw the line, let's meet the demise, and leave them behind, without a trace. The last line wasn't played, but it's over your head. How they make so many dollars, they don't even make sense. Top so player, why am I play a over here on the bench? Now that doesn't make sense. Yeah, bitch, I'm the shit you can't avoid the stench. You better purchase some pledge, bro. Switch flows more than I change clothes. Try to veer a your bitch ass. Getting told if you bitches want be for swag, I got a whole roast. Yeah, but I'm all fucking the crock pot. Treat you like a baby punching in your soft spot. They fucking with the flows, everyone is top. Watch I make them all jump. Everybody playing hopscotch. Trying to stem my driver, run up in your chop shop. Y'all coming up, shit. Yeah, y'all a bitch of crime, cause I spit fireballs. So that y'all call me hot. Shit, I'm trying to fuck the world, but I keep on <laughs> getting kind black Got the beat, yelling, don't hit me no more. But I fucking stay up till my fist is sore. I'm too raw, still back with last war. That's what I cause, hope you bitches like gold. Got the heart of a lie with a world you can't ignore. My mind's a the silence, you want more to explore. Everybody claim they winning, I ain't even keeping
5: score. I'm just doing what I love, music is what I adore. All right, guys, that was Dr. Frankenstein by Jay Allen. We've been with him for the last hour and we've been talking to him for some reason a couple minutes ago. Sounded like some of the uh, listeners out there were saying that Jay Allen disappeared while we were talking specifically about the upcoming show section and then he all of a sudden came back. So I could hear him either way, so I'm not sure why. Hopefully not everybody was experiencing that. But as we said, if you're looking for anything on him go to his page, give it a like and a follow. Check out all the upcoming shows. we got several coming up in uh, Elwood City, Turtle Creek, um just a bunch of different places. So make sure you check them out and, uh, share it around. All right. So it looks like we should be in action here. Um, you know, what's your next, what do you got next, you know, in line for us? You're about to drop us, you know, with a full length album. And once you do that, what is the next plan? Is it going to be an EP? Is it going to be an album, a single? Do you not know yet? I mean, it's fairly new. So what's going on?
6: Well, after I dropped the album, which I believe we decided on March 20th was going to be the release date.
5: March 20th um, is the official release.
6: Yeah, I believe that's the official release date. And uh, so, yeah, after that, um, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to do the shows that I have to do perform for my album. Uh, I do have singles that I'm working on. Uh, I actually have two done currently uh, that I'm going to, you know, throw out you know, to hold people over until I do release my next project. I was planning on doing another album, but uh, the the idea I, I have for my other album, I feel like it's going to take a while. So I might do, you know, a couple singles and then maybe drop a little EP of like, you know, three or four songs. And then, uh, you know, just to give, you know, the fans something to to listen to while I'm working on my next album.
5: No, makes sense. No, absolutely. That actually brings me to a good point that I ask, you know, guests from time to time on the show. What is your thoughts? And I think this will resonate a little bit differently than normal because you are much younger than a lot of my guests. What is your thoughts on singles compared to EPs compared to albums? Because you come from a different generation than mine, and my generation was the last generation of like CDs were the big thing. Obviously you had CDs too when you were younger, but I mean we were that teenage time where that was happening, that was going on, and then it flipped over to the MP3 and digital platform during during our age, and then it's now flipped over into your age generation and – it's wild that that is pretty much the way it's going. Everything's digital, everything's MP three, a lot of singles now are sold. People don't even write a lot of albums now, they just make singles. It's it can did a complete flip. What are your thoughts on it coming from that generation?
6: Um I'm not really sure. Uh I feel like if you if you call yourself an artist, like you should definitely release like, you know, albums instead of just like doing singles all the time. Um I just uh I, I don't know really. Um I think that the uh, albums are just like the best way to go because you can actually pick a topic or you know multiple topics and and stick to them and actually get a point across rather than just being like oh hey here's this song about, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, you know, listen to that And then, like, they just never You know, they keep releasing songs like that And they never drop an album I feel like their fans are gonna be like What the fuck's this guy doing? No, you know what yeah, I true. mean? Like, I do so, like, yes, I mean, albums are important. Um, are you talking, like, physical copies? Like, are you asking, like...
5: Yeah, I'm on, on the whole bunch. So, for, you answered the question as far as, as that first portion. The second co- portion would be, yeah, physical copies compared to just digital because, you know, mainly everything's digital now, whereas that, that came out whenever I was a teenager. So, everything before then was strictly albums. Or strictly right, right. CDs, I mean, physicals.
6: Yeah, um... I mean change is inevitable, especially with technology you know they uh they're always coming out with new gadgets and shit uh the the platforms are what's big now, you know spotify you know uh google play music uh apple music those are obviously what's big now and everyone's using them but uh I also like i like physical copies just because like i feel like I feel like the real fans will go out and buy physical copies, you know what I mean so it's probably a good idea to have both. Um, since we're, you know, since we got out of the area you know, the era of the CDs and whatnot. Um, I feel, I feel that I, like, I'm still maybe gonna make, like, a few physical copies, like, of my album. Mainly because it's my first one ever. So, like, that's pretty special, you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably gonna sell, like, a few of them. Like, maybe, you know, maybe do, like, 50 and, like, sell them to, like, you know, the real diehard fans that... I know will actually want a physical copy instead of just being like, oh, look, you know, here's, you know, Spotify. Like, let me go to Jay Allen and click on them. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like the physical copies, they hold a lot more meaning.
5: Well, it's like people that still like buying records. I mean, there's a lot of people that grew up with records and they like them because that reminds them not only of the music that they like, but it reminds them of something from their childhood, even despite the change they have the old school way and that's kind of what CDs have now become because hey it's like you know what I want the physical I want it in my hands some people like that just because they like the physical but there's a lot of people that are an eclectic and they want to they want to you know keep that and gather that because that makes them feel a certain way um, but you do have to like you said adapt with the times and know that that is kind of fading out in a way and it's sad because like, even my vehicle doesn't have a cd player now and it's right. Like, a lot wow, a lot
6: of vehicles yeah, don't <laughs> yeah a lot of them
5: don't they're fading it out you know what I mean they're like you know what it's auxiliary or you know Bluetooth only. And yeah. It's like wow, they're really just crushed the CD industry. And it's funny to think of things. We have um, a, a comment here. I'm a big fan of physical copies. I still buy them and also stream them on Spotify as well. People get blown away when I say I've never actually been on Spotify. I have. N- I've never right. done it. I have no idea. Um, how it even works. Now, don't get me wrong. I have Amazon and I've I've had Amazon for years. So it's pretty much the same thing, but I've never been on Spotify. I don't follow a lot of those trends, but it's crazy because I was there whenever Napster dropped and Kazaa and LimeWire and you were downloading right. legal versions of these songs. You know what I mean? Not to incriminate myself by any means. I, you know, didn't know better. I was like 12 and, Um, Right, (laughs) you know what I mean and they were like no you can't do this this is like not a good thing and we're like oh shit okay so you know everybody stopped downloading. they got rid of these sites and all that and then a few years later they're like well you know what we can take these songs we can put it digitally sell them on big platforms like Spotify and have everybody's stuff on one thing and that's a genius idea and it became like a multi million dollar industry right right it's pretty crazy Spotify's pretty much the same thing as Napster would have been many many years ago, but it's a it's a legal version of it. Right. Unless <laughs> unless Trojan viruses and 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 you know fucking hackers. Right. <laughs>
6: yeah, you like, don't have to worry about any of that
5: shit. You're like I want to listen to a song, you download it and your computer explodes. Yeah. <laughs> like shit, I picked the wrong file for it, man. What was I doing? Crazy times, right? crazy times. Uh, let's see here. Let me catch up with some of these comments. CD is better experienced sonically than the digital. Um, it does give different sounds. Uh, you know, it's it just like I was mentioning with with um, you know, records. Records give you a completely different vibe. Now, obviously, a lot of new music it wouldn't matter, but I'm talking some really good bands some blues some things like that that if you listen to on record there's no comparison of that compared to a cd or a digital copy the record sounds way better way fresh it's like it's raw but the difference between cd to mp3 is minute um you know it's it has a difference depending but it's very small so i don't know about that Now, yeah, I don't
6: know. I, I like vinyl records. I, I think they're they're cool, like people still rep like, you know, the vintage like vinyls and uh you know, the old record players. I think it's pretty cool.
5: Oh, it's awesome. I uh I grew up with one in my house and I loved it. And it was it was great that and the thing is I didn't have anything like Led Zeppelin or A C D C. This one was an antique one and it was very, very old records and it was like shit that you would see in cowboy movies. And in, in just right. old, like 1920s movies, but I was, I was cool with it. I would put it on all the time. I loved the sound of it because, as I said, it gives a very record player sound. Right. And it's a certain type of like. I got a f- fan here saying, I've never used Spotify. I got another one saying, I, I, I agree completely. We're not sure which part you agree to, but we like it. <laughs>
6: We like agreeing.
5: I feel old because I had eight tracks in my house growing up. Yeah, that's cool too. I um I never had the eight tracks. I grew up. I had tapes. Um, yeah. And then from tapes to CDs, CDs to digital. But I didn't grow up in the eight track or um, record era. I was the era past that. But I do remember having tapes, and I remember having Ellis um, Cooper and. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else at the time. Joe Walsh on a tape, and I used to jam that in my room when I was like seven years old. I was listening to the Eagles and Joe Walsh and Pink Floyd, and I had it on this tape. And I remember rewinding that tape over and over again until you would burn out the tape and it wouldn't play right anymore. And then you'd have to have another tape recorded and made because um, it was like a mixtape. It was like the first mixtapes before mixtapes became popular. Right. that used to be a thing man I mean that was a little bit before you probably but like People would make people mixtapes as like a a gesture. Like you'd give a girl your mixtape or she'd give you one. She'd be like, here, I made a mixtape for you. And it would be like a (laughs) CD of like 15 different tracks. And like think of how ridiculous that is now whenever something like Spotify and Amazon are there because you can literally, well, bitch, I don't need it. Click, click, boom. There it is in front of you. So that's all gone. Like it changed an entire generation. It's just crazy to think of because people would do that. Here's a mixtape that I made for you. Right. It's a crazy world. Yeah, it was wild. I remember having Alice Cooper and Kiss both on my 8-track and vinyl. That's awesome. I like to hear that. Um, Yeah, that's, that's what I was listening to as a kid. I loved Alice Cooper. Still never got to see him. I've seen a lot of bands out there. I've seen mostly everyone. And when I say that, people are like, what the fuck does that mean? I've seen mostly everyone that I'd ever care to see. Um, but I've never got to see Alice Cooper. He's eluded me every time. Something always comes up. He was just here and I missed him. I can't believe he's still playing. He's like 76. He's fucking still killing it. Um, right. And that's passion. (laughs) That's That's how you do it. You're like, I know I'm going to do this shit till I die.
6: Yeah. hundred percent.
5: That's the way it should be. (laughs) Ozzy's trying, but it's, he's just having a hard time right now. (laughs) That's a shame, man. Um, I was hoping to see him one last time. Uh, Sarah and I had, uh, Tickets to see Ozzy last year, and he postponed the tour until this year, and you don't get your money back from uh, Ticketmaster. Apparently they hold it because it's not canceled. It's rebooked. Right. You can request it back, I guess. But, I mean, they automatically rebooked it for the new date. So we have waited a whole year, and it was coming up. And now he just announced that he's canceling the whole tour. And I'm like, son of a bitch. You know what I mean? I waited yeah, over a course. year for this one tour. But, I mean, I get it. He's got to care for his health first before anything. I've seen Ozzy like eight times. But I was really hoping to see him one last time because I was thinking that this was probably his, his very last tour. And a lot of people say that. They're like, they always say it's their last tour. I'm like, no, legitimately, I think this is it. And now it's not happening.
6: Yeah, and it's, it seems like his uh, his career is coming to an end. Not, I mean, like which is not a bad thing. He had one fucking hell of a career. So,
5: no, absolutely, absolutely. We have a question here, I like this question a lot, actually. Uh, way to go, Chris. Uh, how do you all feel about albums with skits versus albums without? And that's, <clears throat> excuse me, that's a good question because. I've never been a skits rapper, but I like skits a lot in albums. And people have asked me before, you ever going to put like a skit in? I'm like, I don't know, man. I, I kind of just like making straight albums. But I've always thought about doing a skit album. But it's right. just never I've never done it. It's something I've never really been my main thing, but I've always wanted to. At some point, maybe I will. But what's your thoughts on it? I like that question.
6: Um, skits aren't normally... Something that I would actually like put into my work, I feel. If if it would, it would be something like as as like the beginning of a song or something. You know, like I would throw in you know little things like that into tracks, but I don't think I would actually have full on skits. Not that skits are a bad thing. I feel like skits actually give more flavor to the album, and you know they. Uh, how do I want to say it? They. They make it more of a journey on than the just topic. songs. Yeah, exactly. Like it gives you something different and the you know a different you know outlook on on the piece of work rather than you know just being straight songs. They're just like you know, hey, we'll hit you with a song and then like you know, then we'll have the skit afterwards that actually like goes along with the song and like like to me that's like real like a real creative way of going about it. So I don't have a problem with skits. I just personally wouldn't do too many of them.
5: Yeah, uh, I'm not a big skit guy. Like just I said. Me. Me too.
6: I mean, yeah, I just, I just love rapping, man. <laughs> yeah, me.
5: Too. No, me too. At some point, I'm gonna have to do that. So, Chris, to answer your question, you know, uh, I, it's certainly a possibility um, to do good in either way. You know, it just depends on what you're into. Skits are really good for a lot of artists, but my personal feeling on it, at least on my end, is. I'll listen to the skit on the album the first couple times I listen to the album and then after that whenever it's like oh I want to listen to such and such right now let's throw some of their music on. At that point I'm usually not listening to their skits. I'm either picking select certain songs or I start the album and when it hits the skit I just skip it.
6: Exactly. Yeah, I've 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 skipped a
5: lot of skits. Yeah, so, I listen to it the first uh... couple times I listen to the album <laughs> so it tells me the story but after that I'm like all right let's get to the music. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Speaking of getting to the music, we're going to go on one last song break before we come back and uh, finish up the interview here. We have uh, right now one more song here. It's I'm Tired by Jay Allen. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? And uh, Is that cool to play this third song and spill it on them? I think you released this one already, correct?
6: Yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and throw that one on. Uh, I'm Tired is basically uh, one, one day I just like... I don't know, I was just fed up with a bunch of shit. And uh, like I said, the the premise of of Views from a Cloud, you know, my album is uh, just my my views on a lot of things. And uh, I'm Tired is actually a really good example because Intro and doc, Dr. Frankenstein are just, you know, like I said, they're very barred up and just very raw in-your-face tracks. But I'm Tired is actually one that goes more along with the album to where it's me talking about real shit and, you know... My outlook on certain things—just you know, real raw ballers—I feel, and it actually it does sort of have a hook. So,
5: <laughs> all right, well, one of my gonna,
6: few songs let those. We're gonna get
5: to, <laughs> we're gonna get to hear this hook then. So, all right, folks, let's check it out. This is "I'm Tired" by Jay Allen. We'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Tired of Facebook Asking if I wanna boost my post I like my fans organic You ain't fucking with me Adios Constantly in a state of comatose Since eight, I've been out of hope Started sipping the 13 just so I could cope I help others with problems but then avoid my own Fixing issues ain't easy when you come from broken homes Too passionate when I speak they tell me watch my tone If you don't like the way I am then leave my ass alone Ask me how I am today, I answer no and they don't catch way. everybody's fake these days and none of them are self-aware. People say you need to change me while they stay the same, like they perfect or something. Man, y'all need to refrain. From all the ugly and hate. From all the pressure and pain. Just keep improving each day. Enjoy life while awake. Preaching just be yourself, all while living a lie. Why you letting toxic people take control of your lives? You should be the one to make the rules you wish to abide. Don't get offended by the thoughts you got to think in your hide. Then realize they get careless if you live to die. As you grow older, you will find who's truly by your side. That's real. I speak my mind. I get careless how they feel. Everyone gon' kiss my ass when I'm holding the mills. But I won't pay them no mind. Where were you when I needed meals? Damn. From all the ugly pressure and pain just keep improving each day even if i believed in heaven i wouldn't go anyway i stay sinning never ask for forgiveness i'm not ashamed i believe in everyone except myself and god if he exists and does nothing why he getting applause i'm not saying don't believe him that is not my plot i'm just saying you want something then you gotta work hard i know just for speaking my thoughts For me weeding out those people Doesn't count as a loss
5: I'm tired and I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the song we just listened to, and that was from Jay Allen. He's been our guest tonight on the show. He's from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, hip hop artist that we've been interviewing for the last hour and a half, finding out a lot about this young man. And he's a very impressive. Certainly has a v- wide range of, of you know, talents in the hip hop industry. As you heard tonight, some in your face, just you know, punches and slaps. To a much more heartfelt song, and I'm tired that we just got done playing. If you like his music, make sure you follow him, like his pages, pick up any merch that he has, any music he has, pick up the drop of this album once it does drop on March 20th, and um, you know support him, show him the love that you know you show anybody that you enjoy because we, you guys are the passion that keeps us going, and um, we certainly appreciate it. Jay, awesome track. Thank you. Now. Hold on, a second. I got a couple of comments here we have on that last topic. We had some people t- chime in real quick. You nailed it. I skipped through the skits after the first couple of times. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, it just makes sense too And then we go to comments says I just personally love albums that are more cinematic. And and I I, I see it both ways. I like I like them both. It's really hard to decide. And we go to comments saying I love that track.
1: Good.
5: So certainly people liking it And that's what we like to hear Pick it up when it drops And uh, that'll be March 20th as we said If you have a question for Jay Fire it away now Because we're getting ready to wrap up the show Other than that I would like to ask you The most serious question of the night What's that? If you were given an elephant You are not allowed to give that elephant away To anybody else Or kill or hurt that elephant but you had to keep it. What would you do with it?
6: Um, I think I would just like keep it as a pet and, uh, just, um, you know, ride it around and take it on walks and shit, you know, just walk down the street with my elephant. Uh, (laughs) I, I, I'd I'd take pride in in having an elephant. Honestly, I think elephants are dope. They're really, really amazing creatures. Uh, I actually shared, uh, a video on Facebook the other day of one painting with its trunk. The elephants are real smart, so I think it would be dope to have an elephant, honestly. I would have no problem with that.
5: It'd be hard to maintain, but it'd be pretty cool, I think.
6: Hell yeah. No, I mean, at any point, it could fucking crush me. Like, I would have bad fear, but yeah, I don't know. Elephants are cool.
5: Now, if you had to... <laughs> Crazy pick- question. Yeah, do you like it? Yeah, you just you know, I like to do that to people. Serious as hell for almost an hour and a half, and then you slap them with that. Right? That throws them on for you know in a tailspin. Now I have one more silly one like that that I always like to hear from all all the guests that are on the show. Is if uh, you had to pick an animal to reign over all the other animals in the kingdom, and I'm not talking like they rise up and they can talk and they're like mutants or anything. I'm just saying the animal kingdom turns on itself. They're battling battle royale to the ultimate champion we're not included who is the winner of it and why what animal are you picking oh
6: shit um listening in on the show like i've i've heard this question a lot and i'm i'm still bamboozled by it it's a it's a crazy question um
5: <sighs> folks he just used the word bamboozled I love it. <laughs> I he done. just said I'm bamboozled I <laughs> by that question. That's how you know you got someone good. Not when they're confused, not when they're thrown off, but when they are fucking bamboozled, you know you're doing your job right.
6: <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe like, maybe birds, because I feel like they have an advantage just from being able to fly and being in the sky. I mean, insects do too, but I feel like birds. Like, if there's like. 500,000 fucking birds coming after you, like, from the sky, like, what are you gonna do? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like birds are highly dangerous, or they can be. Um, Yeah, maybe. I'm gonna go with birds. Birds are fucking wild.
5: Birds can certainly be um, a little bit deadly, and if you haven't uh, seen the flick, you know, Birds by Alfred Hitchcock, you should check it out. It is a good, actually, yes. good black and white, good old school movie, you know. And obviously, you said when millions of birds just decide to pretty much come down and fuck with you, there's nothing you can do. And that's exactly what happens in this movie. It's the whole premise of the movie: birds everywhere, right. um, because there are a lot of birds out there. And you got to think they can come from the sky, they can hit you real quick, they can go back up. You know what I mean? They don't need to land until oh, yeah. they want to land. Um, so it's, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a good choice. And I don't think anybody's actually ever said birds.
6: Yeah, I mean. I feel like, you know, how many videos on the internet have you seen of people just, like, walking down the street nonchalantly, and then they just get fucked up by a bird, and they don't even see it coming, you know what I mean?
5: You know what? Uh, geese. Geese are fucking mean creatures. Um, oh, yeah,
6: definitely. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I, now, granted, I, I, like, I, I chased one on a beach one time just to mess with it. That wasn't going to hurt or anything. I love animals, but I was chasing after just messing with it, and... It turned around. Right, yeah. it, it turned around and stopped. It held its ground. It hissed, and then like four more in the distance turned their head at the same time, and they all looked at me. <laughs> and I'm like, uh oh. And then they all started chasing me. So I'm booking it down the beach, and I have these five <laughs> geese after me, and they're like snapping at me and hissing. It was crazy. I never realized like geese hissed and that they were like, you know, territorial like that. But it was it was wild, I man. Them fuckers are mean. Oh yeah,
6: birds. Uh, birds will fuck you up definitely.
5: No, we have a comment that says, My cousin is scared of birds. Um, that's a weird phobia, but okay. I mean they're they're kinda everywhere. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I'm not quite sure what to even say that.
6: <laughs> I mean I wouldn't say like I'm I wouldn't say I'm like afraid of birds, but I definitely don't fuck with them. Like like I don't know like if there's like a bird coming after me, like I'm definitely gonna probably be terrified. I'm gonna be like this bird's trying to fuck me up right now. Like but I don't like if there's just like birds like along the sidewalk or whatever you know just doing bird shits and like i don't know they don't bother me
5: that's my favorite quote of the night if there's just birds on the side of the road doing bird shit then they don't bother me (laughs) (laughs) i love it make that a quotable right there um no that's awesome (laughs) jay i love that shit right there so why don't you tell us where we can uh, catch your stuff at, what sites you're on, you know, what what you are, like, you know, tell us about the album again real quick when it's dropping and uh, let us know who you want to thank.
6: Yeah, um, the album's dropped on March 20th. It's called Views from a Cloud by myself, Jay Allen. Um, I'm gonna, I believe it's gonna be released on all of the platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, you know, all that shit uh my the singles i have out now are actually on bandcamp uh you can purchase them for a dollar or you know just stream them for free and that's bandcamp i'm sure you know some people are aware of what bandcamp is if you're not then you can you know go to my facebook page you know at j allen and you know find the links there to that um but yeah views from a cloud march 20th i have some shows coming up i'll be sharing sharing the dates and stuff for that on my page and um yeah i mean i just wanna i wanna thank qu- quite a few people actually uh my parents for supporting me you know through this journey they've been real cool about it and you know helping me out and stuff and being real supportive, which I like that a lot um some you know some parents some some kids are, you know they weren't as lucky with their parents you know they'll shit on their dreams or whatever, but mine were Real supportive of it, so... And they still are, so that's pretty cool. Um, I want to thank, you know, my friends, Chris. Chris is uh, listening in. He's a real real good friend of mine. We grew up together. Uh, some other friends of mine, I don't know if they're listening, but... Uh, you know, uh, my friend uh, Horner and Reese, I want to thank them. They were real supportive of, you know, the whole rapping thing, too. They still are. They come off the show sometimes and support me, so... Uh, and I want to thank, you know, BBE, of course, for giving me, you know, the shine when nobody else was, you know, taking me from a kid freestyling on Facebook to, you know, doing shows and releasing projects and, you know, getting me where I need to be.
5: Well, brother, we still have a long way to go and we're going to have a good journey together. There's still a lot of great things in store for you. So buckle in and, uh, I think 2020 is going to be a good year for you. I think 2021 is going to be even better. Um, you know, that's a ways away and people are saying twenty twenty one, but absolutely give give this album time to stew in people's minds, give it time to be marketed and pushed people to talk about it in word of mouth to carry, and I think uh next year is gonna be a fun year for you
6: Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to all of it and like I said, um if anything gets in my way, I'm gonna, you know, knock it the fuck out. So Donkey I'm
5: Punch, punch I'm ready, man. let's get it. Which we gotta do is donkey, donkey punch, 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 punch your way it. through it. <laughs> Now, oh, folks, yes. we uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of great news coming up for you. One moment here. All right, I had to get grab my schedule because it's just too many dates and names to remember. Um, but next week we do got Freaky P from Replicon Radio coming on the show. Um, That is going to be on Thursday the 28th, next Thursday. If you're not familiar with Replicon Radio, great underground radio station. They interview a lot of amazing guests, Kane Hodder, Twisted, um, just all kinds of awesome, awesome guests. And they have a great show. I've been fortunate enough to be a guest on their show in the past where they interviewed me, and now I get to flip-flop it on them, and I get to interview one of them. So Freaky P next week on Thursday. The following week, we do have jay caulfield on the 12th we have model from brutal business entertainment layla page on the 19th we have model amanda monette or monet excuse me i can't see because it's dark in this room and on the 26th makeshift urn um all all great you know entertainers two wonderful models a hip-hop artist and a very heavy metal band, and then also a radio host from Repticon Radio. So a lot of great shows coming up in the next few weeks, always bringing you the best entertainment here in the underground. So make sure you check it out. Other than that, as I said, thank our sponsors, Tattooed Scumbag Apparel, Roush Designs, Legion Artworks, 5 Milligram Artworks, and R3 Graphics. And check us out on TeamBrutalBusiness.com. I love you guys. Jay Allen, appreciate you coming on the show tonight, brother. It was great kicking it, and I look forward to everything to come.
6: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, man. Uh, I just want to lastly thank all the fans, all the people out there that are, you know, listening to me and supporting me. Uh, It's my favorite thing to do, and you guys are, you know, going to make me continue to do it and grow. and, And, you know, I just appreciate it. Much love to all of you.
5: You heard it right there, folks. Much love. We appreciate you guys. Have a wonderful night. And we're going to finish out this show with Power Up by artist Diabolic the Monster. Thank you for listening to Uncovering the Underground. We'll see you next week.
4: Diabolic the Monster. 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 Gasoline. Body count. Shoot two, two four nine to somebody's crowd. I hit three six five. That's a year of the round. I call nine one one. Bitches going down. I got six. Everybody's laying around like nine eleven jumpers when they hit the ground. I got one two reasons I don't fuck around. Looking like Under Armour, I protect the house. I got one machete in a loaded nine. Hey twelve grand I ain't talk a boxing match. i breaking in the crib Put a gun in the grill. Now tell me how you gonna box with that? How Train your blood with the faucets at. I don't like you kids like a foster dad. Here to tell your fucks that the monster back. I'm stopping on hoes called the monster mash. Hey, Bane on the beat. Bring the flame to the street. Don't gas and my bitch got a monster ass. I'm bringing the wicked, the shrunken head. Military in the coffee like a punk. with a function at? I got all the people feelings but the people in the dealers. And they're pulling like a temperature or bang on them hoes. Living really wicked and the people never get it. But i guess it's because I'm fucking strange, I suppose. I S-T-R-A-N-G-E. Pray if you're my enemy. I ain't got What the fuck's gotten into me? S-T-R-A-N-G-E. Pray if you're my enemy. I ain't got the energy. What the fuck's gotten into me? Power up. Power up. Power up. Yeah, bitch, I power up. Dash. You're a psycho, the same lines, and so it's really easy to see the reasons why you bitches talk trash. Yeah, bitch, I'm like am being plugged into a receptacle. Crippin' and actin' like a person with a grudge, man. I swear to god, it's all for me to let it go. Triple like like it's on a couple edibles. of your yeah, homies that think I'm trash, but man, it's all good, cause your girl dm and she said I'm incredible. Bitch, you by this lane, I'm all just ready. So, people gon' die. I'm a death machine. Compounds unstable, like I'm Tetrisine. Hey, we be on the block, like a Tetris team. I'm a soldier. Damn, If I want to kill him, you could call God's plan. Bitch, I am a god. I got a gun in your scram. Hit him with the whip and throw them in the dodge ram. Bitch, I got the power on the motherfucker. Man. S-T-R-A-N-G-E, pray if you're my enemy. I ain't got the energy. What the fuck's got into me? S-T-R-A-N-G-E, pray if you're my enemy. I ain't got the energy. What the fuck's got into me? Power, power, power up, power up, Yeah, bitch, I'm power up.